0: Welcome everyone live from Braybrook College in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to Braybrook Live on Live FM. My name is Jonah Russo and my co-hosts today are Sam, Johnson, Muhammad, Jenny and Charlie. Today our special guest is Greg Blake who is a social worker and journalist. Hi Greg, welcome to
1: the show. Hello Jonah, how you doing buddy, all right? Yeah, pretty good. Anyway, so we're gonna start off with some questions for you today. Tremendous, that's what I've been waiting for. I live for this stuff. Alright, so <laughs> did you know what you wanted to do when you were in school? I did not. I did not, Jonah. I was like, that's why I enjoy working uh, at Bravebrook College with all you guys, is because mm-hmm. it's okay to not know what you're going to do. Now, the fact that I got to about 25 and realised I was brilliant at journalism, um, but you, you find your journey. It's, it's, it's good fun. Look forward to it. Look forward to leaving school and being awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, hi, my name is Jonathan. Uh, how did you decide on journalism? I, look, I just – I did a series of menial jobs, and, I, I, and it's no reflection on people that do those sort of jobs, but it just wasn't cut out for me. I thought I was really special when I left school. Turns out I wasn't. Turns out I was just another another person, but I, I started to really enjoy reading and writing, and I went back and studied uh, English and then I got, a bit, I got a bit lucky and I met a broadcaster who was really kind to me that taught me about, uh, you know, tone and pitch and elevating your voice and talking crap all the time and um, uh, it just went from there. So I, once I found that spark, and you'll all get that too, you'll find a spark and you'll think to yourself, that's what I want to do and that's where I want to be and that's what will happen to you too. So I just, um, as soon as I realised that that was what I really, really wanted, Johnson, I went and uh, tried to seek it out. So it was exciting. Oh, yep.
0: Uh, hi, Greg. I'm Sam.
1: Yes, you um, are. Yes. How
0: did you discover what, what you were good at?
1: How did I. Oh, it's just you'll find yourself enjoying. Do you enjoy stuff? Yes. Me yep. too. And that's what happened. I just found myself enjoying literature and, and writing and being expressive. And then, you know, the wonderful part of the journey was I started to enjoy the sound of my own voice, and I still do now. So.
0: That's a difficult
1: one. My name is Charlie and my question is, where did journalism take you? I, do, look, honestly, oh, there's two parts. That's a really good question. And uh, there's two parts to that. One, it gave me some really exciting experiences. Um, I reckon the 2000 Olympics going up to Canberra then and to Sydney and doing the stadium announcements. Hello, this is the 2000, I can't remember, but they took you know, and that was exciting. Um, I think um, doing some I – I covered the 1998 World Cup for Channel 9 in Melbourne and for um, the BBC in London for a period. Of, so there were some really exciting bits and pieces along the way. I had a great radio rival with, with, uh, <laughs> with uh, Ralph, who's on the panels and doing all the tech work, but I don't know. It was exciting. Uh, Channel 7, uh, there was lots of things, but the, the downside of that was it was incredibly competitive – and the, the, to be honest with you, the, the journalism, just particularly in um, um, television, um, there's a lot of people I just didn't like. They weren't real, they weren't nice, and I just got sick of um, having to deal with them. So there's an upside and a downside. The competitive side was crap. Right? So,
0: Hi, my name is Jenny, and what were some of your highlights?
1: Well, I just did a couple, but I'll find a couple more. I think broadcasting the World Cup soccer playoff at the mcg with about ninety-five thousand people i did the world cover um um, australia played iran i've never been more terrified in my entire life but it was it was one of the highlights and i think um, oh look there were a few others um but i can't think of them right now but again uh, you know i had look i had a really good time i learned a lot and i got to have experiences that a lot of other people oh i'll tell you what rugby league state of origin it's state versus state mate versus maters. New South Wales take on Queensland and I got to stay in a hotel in Brisbane and I got on, I was on the top floor and I had an entire floor because that was the only room that was available. I got it for free I ate fried rice and they even had a crystal cabinet full of crap that I still don't remember what was in there but I thought geez I'm I'm king of the world you know Leonardo DiCaprio style So that was a highlight too but again a lot of it was very uh, yeah the competitive it was very lonely too you know um so is your hand going up jonah yes it is (laughs) yes off you go so how'd you get into such like high priority
0: um jobs you know like going to the mcg and doing the soccer and
1: i don't know i honestly don't know it's really funny opportunities happen accidentally they really really do i can't remember i just remember um Um, doing those things but it it compounds you get a a name in something and it doesn't have to be in what I was doing you get a name in whatever vocation you take it might be car sales it might be you know airline pilot but if you get a reputation as being a really good uh, professional in whatever you do the opportunities will come and you won't even remember them coming it's just it sort of happens you know
0: hey my name is Mohammed and I was just wondering um were there any low lights in your career on radio or any embarrassing moments (laughs)
1: <laughs> Do you want them alphabetically or chronologically? They happened all the time, all the time. Um, what was the worst thing ever would be? Oh, look, I can't remember. I make a lot of mistakes, um, but the thing I learned over the journey, Mohamed, and you're a good man, I like you very much. I'm glad you're on my right-hand man this afternoon. Um, solid. Um, but um, the, the the one thing I did learn is don't uh, – don't, uh, Make your mistakes obvious. So if you make a mistake, shut up about it. Work your way through it. And in in life, just in life, um, people um, people like to like you. They prefer to be on your side. So if you if you do make a mistake, just just move on from it. Don't 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 measure yourself by the things you do wrong. Look at the things you do right. And and, and you know, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Good. I don't make sense all that often, Mohammed. I mean, you should know that.
0: Yeah, I can tell, Greg. <laughs> there
1: he is. He's good.
0: Um, also, I was just wondering a follow up question. Um, why did you switch to youth work, and what is the name of the organisation that you currently work?
1: The organisation I work for is Getting Ready for Life. Uh, dot. Uh, no, no, not dot. Inc. Getting Ready for Life Inc. There you go. Um, I have um, been with a few organisations. Why did I switch? Because here's the thing, you buffheads, all of you. I like young people. I like working with young people. I was a volunteer. Can I tell you something else? One of the reasons I switched was I started to volunteer on a school program, right? So for about two years, I worked in schools for no money, just as a bit of fun. And I thought, this is it. This is the life. Young people are honest. They're kind. They're well, good-humoured. They're not bridled by limitations. They're they're just terrific to be around. And all of you are. Um, And... um, and I thought, geez, I don't want to be a journalist full-time anymore. I want to go and work with young people. Got involved with this program, learned as much as I could about it, made sure the person that was running the program um, was uh, was somebody I could learn from. And then when the op- job opportunity came up to take over running programs in schools, they said, oh, let's get that bloke. And um, that's something else you can take into your lives as well, I would have thought, and that is the fact that, If you can't get into the job that you want straight away, put your hand up to do volunteer work. Make yourself noticed. Make people – and learn as much as you can as you go. And at some point, I go, oh, you know, that bloke, Muhammad. he was – you know, he he came in here and he did a year's worth of volunteer work and he's pretty awesome. We should give him the opportunity. So, again, uh, so I got into youth work like that, but 20 years later, I get to do really cool stuff like this with you guys and I couldn't be happier. So, yeah. That's
0: awesome. So you had 20 years in each role, but yes. which did you enjoy the most?
1: This one. This one here? Working, with, I keep forgetting. I look at young people now and I look at people like you, Jonah, and I go, oh, here's a challenge. And then I end up liking young people that I work with. I like you, man. You're a good bloke. Um, there's a certain joy in going home. After a day at school with you guys or anybody else and just thinking, I really hope that we did something positive today, that the people that I was working with today got something out of it and they'll use it in the future. And the other part is, for me, I am so old. I think I'm about 109 next birthday. That's how I feel anyway. But I get around uh, young people in schools and I just feel alive. I remember what it's like to have the energy, the enthusiasm, the the, the ambitions that you guys do and I think life's not that bad. Um, what was your proudest professional achievement? Oh dear, oh dear! All right, that's a really good question. Well played, Johnson. I don't know. Um, what did I do anything? I don't know. Proudest yeah, professional. Oh, look, I don't know. I think I think um, probably having um, my proudest achievement is as having some really incredible relationships with some really wonderful people, young people and teaching staff as well. Like for example, here at Braybrook, there's a couple of teachers here who have done, uh, that I'm so proud to have known, if that, that makes sense. I reckon that is my proudest achievement, is that people that I regard so highly, regard me well enough to have me back each year, yeah. Uh,
0: uh, Greg, for the last question, um, what part does the media play in in the perceptions that the community have of young people, especially those from specific cultural groups,
1: that's a really good question. Um, you, did you say this is the last question? Yep. Could I just cry and we end the show? No. <laughs> no that's such a That's a really. Real, I, well, I think one thing I do know that I think the media gives young people a really raw deal because there's this perception of. You know, what do we do with the young people of today? We don't understand them and all this sort of crap. And uh, I get around people like you guys and all the people, all the young people I met at pro, and I think that is such rubbish because you're all just young people growing up the same as we did. You've got the same um, uh, qualities and all that sort of stuff as we did when we were growing up. Even if I'm, I'm 109, even if I get to 200, It'll be the same thing over and over again. Young people now are the same as young people 40 or 50 years ago. In I mean, the, the tech, all this business, on the phone all the time. Yeah, you can laugh. Like throw the phones in the bin. But other than that, um, what was the question? No, I just think people tend to treat young people as a demographic rather than as really fine individuals, which you all are, and great individuals who hopefully some of you will go on not you, Johnny. You're terrible. No, I'm joking. Hopefully, you'll go on to do something really rich in life and you'll really enjoy life as much as I have, yeah?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you for our guest, Greg Blake. Oh, oh, oh just brain stopped there for a little second. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been a great pleasure talking to you today, live from Brabant College in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, you've all been listening to Grey Book Live on Live FM my name is Jonah Russo and my co-hosts have been Sam, Johnson, Muhammad, Jenny and Charlie thank you for joining us today we all hope you found the information today very useful until next time have a great day
1: you're welcome